Hey, hey, what's up? It's the Zesu back again, E-Society podcast. And this is Big Brother, E-Society style. But before I go any further, it's the Nez. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Anchor time. And of course, you heard the music in the beginning, and I'm sure you read the description. You already know what time it is. So have no fear. We are higgity here for Big Brother. Um, well, I watched what you <laughs> told me to watch. And, uh, that was pretty awesome. Uh, let's backtrack before we dive into what's going on now. I guess I should pull up, pull up the live feed while we're talking. But uh, was it episode 29? Is that what that was? With the haunted rooms or whatever yes. <laughs> that was? Yeah, so they had uh, um, they had the haunted house competition. It's totally black, pitch black, and what we're seeing is night vision in the comp. Uh, this year, it was uh, like a killer was coming, and they had to reinforce the doors of all the. Uh, they had like uh, five or six doors. They had to reinforce with a plank. Uh, there was one board that was too short for it. Nobody really seemed to have a problem with that, but it was pretty cool. Um, the last time they did this actually was in season two of Celebrity Big Brother. And uh, um, uh, Eva Marie uh, from uh, WWE, she uh, was around for that comp. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it was it was cool. Uh, really quick on the live feed. Uh, I don't know whose room this is, and I don't know who that is. It's laying under this big comforter in this bright ass room. It's the room with the uh, four Brittany. beds. Is that the bed it's she? Brittany, and I'm not sure. always sleeps in. Yeah, not always, but she's in there right now. I know that's her. Um, and. I don't know why they're focusing on just her because a minute ago, right before uh, we got on the line, uh, Turner and Monty are outside playing pool and they're talking about past Big Brother seasons. Actually, Turner's kind of informing Monty. Monty doesn't seem to have a huge knowledge of past seasons. But uh, interestingly, also, as we speak, uh, a new episode actually is airing. Uh, so I'll have that on in the background, and then uh, since the volume's low, I'll, I'll watch it back later. But uh, this will show the veto comp, well, the nominations and the veto comp, and uh, maybe even the veto ceremony, I guess. But uh, we don't get an episode this Wednesday because it's the premiere of Survivor and an Amazing Race which I'm really excited for Amazing Race, especially because last year's Big Brother contestants, Derek X and Claire, now a couple, are going to be racing. So I'm excited for that. But uh, yeah, and then next eviction next Thursday. So Yeah, I don't understand why this... They must be talking about something we can't see. So they're uh, just focusing... Uh, it is 8.03 in the p.m. here in California, and they are in Southern California, so I don't know why she's asleep now. 
Um, but okay. Yeah. They're let they're letting them get away with it this year. The the old rules was ten to ten, and they've basically completely thrown out the window because these house guests stay up all night now and then they sleep in the morning. And Big Brother kind of is just like, ah, oh, whatever. I guess they're enjoying the late night content, so they let them do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, nothing's really going on this live feed, but we're gonna talk about the the old stuff, but. Yeah, the the yeah, haunted house yeah. escape room that they were doing. Uh, that would be fun. Uh, Taylor uh, chickened out and couldn't do it. So couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Said that, you know what's an interesting it, note on that though? You know what an interesting note on that though? Like I said, the last time they played this comp was during Celebrity Big Brother Two, and Tamar Braxton. She couldn't do it either, and she ended up winning the season. So some people have taking that as like, oh, my God, Taylor couldn't do it. That means she's going to win the season. I hope so, but it's just kind of funny that people are taking what happened back then as like, it's destiny. <laughs> All right, well, they switched back over. We see Monty and Turner outside playing pool, so whatever they were talking about. They must uh said, all right, it's all good. But um, that little haunted uh, escape room thing they were doing, I thought was, that would have been fun. But being in there in pitch black uh, would have been hard. I noticed that uh, Monty was just crawling everywhere because he didn't realize he could stand in some parts. <laughs> but I thought it was funny because right. when he was crawling <laughs> through it, he goes, whatever this is on the floor is pulling my pants down. <laughs> It was some kind of gooey uh, <laughs> stuff in there. But, yeah, Taylor just went in there. I can't do this. So she quit. But um, Brittany did good, but she she actually did better than I thought. But she was nine uh, seconds behind Monty. Nine yeah. seconds. That could have changed the week for sure. Um, I'm almost positive either Turner or Monty would have left last week. Had Brittany won HOH. So that would have Alyssa was going to. I thought Alyssa was going to pull through it. Uh, there's only right. three of them in there now, right? Well, four. No, four. Okay. Down to the final four now. Yeah, but it was cool. That would have been fun to do. They, they had to board up uh, six doors. So, other than crawling around in the dark, you had to grab this. Uh, I think it was like a two by four, no, a four by four or something like that. I don't know, but mm-hmm. to um, stick up, uh, like barricade the door. So yeah. other than the, the room killer. was, pitch, <laughs> yeah, the the room was pitch black. So they were crawling around, and they were finding it. Yeah, that would have been tough uh, to do, but uh, it looked like yeah. it looked like it was fun. Looks like there is a mark or something. Scared, one of the but I, cameras. I would have done it. Yeah, I would have done scared, it too. But I would have done it. <laughs> Um, Taylor did. Taylor didn't go. Hold on. Taylor didn't go in there with the right say to state of mind. Sure. This exactly. is a game. Nothing can hurt me. Nobody's chasing me. Just right. go in there and have fun. She went in there too serious and and everything. I mean, I know everybody's different. I mean, I'm claustrophobic too, but I I would have went in there with that state of mind. This is a game. Yeah. Uh, yep. Nothing. TV. Nothing's. Nothing's gonna <laughs> hurt me. Well, you could you could get hurt. There was plenty of ways they could have gotten hurt, but sure, um, 
just out of fun, just going there and, and have a good time. Yes, it was loud banging and this annoying screaming that was going on. Um, that would have been just like more startling, if anything. But <laughs> and the girl's was voice, fun. the girl's voice kept coming in, too. I don't know if you noticed during Alyssa's turn, the girl was all help me. And uh, Alyssa was like, sorry, girl. They should have got um, since this is Paramount, they should have got the guy because at the beginning of the of the challenge, they picked up this big, huge Zach Morris uh, old school cell phone. Uh, they should have had um, the dude from Scream do the voice. And I like, hey, do you do you like scary things or whatever? Let's play a game or whatever. Because Paramount is right. uh, is what put out Scream. So yeah, they, they should have yeah. did that. But I was waiting for that voice to come on. I, I think that would have made that challenge a little bit more awesome. Give that guy some work just to do the voices. But uh, it was cool. I thought it was a fun challenge. Monty ended up pulling it out uh, for Nine the seconds. win in that one. I, I really thought uh, Brittany had it, but she was close. She came in second. So, yep. But, by nine uh, seconds, uh, that's very close. Like, just so close. Nine seconds? Are you kidding me? Like, wow. I was impressed. Uh, and yeah, it would have changed everything, like I said. So, um, but uh, it did go the way it went. And in the end, Alyssa ended up getting evicted. It was more messy than it should have been because like I mentioned on the other show, uh, Brittany spiraled last week and Taylor truly did not turn against her, but because she's spending so much time with Monty, she thought uh, she wasn't loyal to anymore. So Brittany did vote out Taylor, but luckily Turner stayed loyal to Monty. He voted out Alyssa and the tiebreaker came down to Monty who voted out Alyssa. So uh, and that all led to Taylor remaining in the game and then winning the current HOH. Uh, she's put Brittany and Turner on the block. Monty uh, won veto for this week. And nominations will just stay the same. And he will be the only vote on Thursday. So 99% sure he's going to vote out Brittany. Did Taylor get the boot? Where is she? No. She, she's current head of household. She's probably listening to her music. Um, she got the new Beyonce, which came, actually was very cool. Uh, she got to hear it for the first time. It actually came out after they entered the house. So that's kind of a cool perk. Uh, that's one of the perks of HOH. You get a little um, iPod uh, loaded with uh, the music that you requested. And... Um, well, if we can't Last hear her, we should at least they should just show her. Well, it, the headphones, like, you can hear the sound leak, and they don't want to play the thing over the live feeds thing. No, they always tell the house guests, no singing, house guests. She's not a CBS artist. I don't know, honestly. <laughs> but uh, the first time, interestingly, because this is Taylor's second head of household, the first time she picked uh, a classic uh, Janet Jackson. And what was funny was, you know, Taylor, he or not Taylor, Turner, he's only as old as Jade, uh, 22. And uh, he wasn't uh, familiar 
with classic Janet Jackson and he was listening to it and he was like, uh, Oh my God, this is incredible. Um, he's like, and it was funny cause like, uh, you obviously knowing her music, uh, he's like, this beat is crazy. The one where it's like, when I was 17, <laughs> I was like, Oh, control. <laughs> Well, I guess he is. He's a youngster, so he would. Yeah, he's only he's only 22. Got to give him that. I brought up this conversation before, but it's also crazy. He brought up when talking about music. Would you rather only be able to listen to music that came out 2000 or after or before? And that's so easy. Obviously, it's before, but. Like I said, he is born in 2000, so it was funny. He was saying, oh, of course it's after 2000. <laughs> well, it's not. I'm oh, sorry, everyone, but to veer off into something else. I had my window open because it's kind of warm in the house. But I had to shut it because somebody has a fire going. It's not even cold. It actually in your firewood. It actually, um, you could tell today, obviously it did rain, uh, for about an hour or so this today. Uh, you could tell the temperature is completely shifted here on the coast. I don't know about there, but you can tell it's like all of a sudden, like it feels different. Oh man. It, uh, I don't know about where you're at, but. I'm not saying it's cold, but I'm saying like you can tell it's different. It's, 60, it's 61 where you're at, and it's 59 here, and it's raining. It's That's not what even I'm cold. saying. It's not colder, but you can tell like the rain was in the air, the moisture's in the air. Like something, it's different. <laughs> Why do people have uh, their stuff going? I'm like, oh, it's not even <laughs> cold yet. Uh, it's going to be like 80 degrees in a few days. What do you get? You're wasting your wood. Just put a sweater it on. It's, it's bouncing back, huh? Yeah, it's going to be hot again. Just put put a sweatshirt on. But let me That's what I did. cool down. <laughs> let me crack open That's my what I did. sponsor of this episode, Rockstar Energy Drink, sugar-free. If you're <laughs> listening, sponsor us. Shout out. Ruining my, ruining my gut and my health drinking these Well, things. that's not going to help. That you, you, you killed the sponsorship right away. No, I'm just telling <laughs> everyone. Uh, I'm old. This is, this is a young man's drink, but uh, I'm partying. I'm partying on until the end. <laughs> so, right. right. But, uh, uh, well, really real quick, quick, back to side the side note. Hold on. We get back hold on. We're really brother. quick. Oh, go ahead. Really fast. The live feed. Um, Monty's walking around. Looks like he's going back inside. Turner is in the kitchen. Looks like he's either getting snacks or washing something. I don't know. But that's all that's happening. I assume Brittany's still asleep and who knows where Taylor is. But all right. What probably were you going to say? To her music. She's probably listening to her music. Um, super side note. This is all about Big Brother. But uh, I messaged you this a minute ago. I was able to get in tonight's uh, uh, House of the Dragon. Uh, Game of Thrones, and it was a classic Game of Thrones wedding episode. There was plenty of those in the original series, so you can only imagine when Thrones throws a wedding, you know something's going down. 
And interestingly, this is, is the episode now where we're going to have like a pretty massive time jump next episode. Um, actors, main actors are being recast. Uh, Rhaenyra Targaryen is now going to be supplied by somebody else. Uh, Listen, uh, Hightower is now going to be played by somebody else. So kind of weird. They did that. It's still only season one. And they're like doing this massive time jump. Mm. Hold on, my one of my friends is texting me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, everybody. It's uh, my birthday was yesterday, and happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. I just realized. <laughs> but yeah, oh, sorry. On, uh, the uh, Big Brother tip, like I said, I've got uh, tonight's episode airing in the background, and they're starting to show the commercials for uh, Survivor and uh, Amazing Race, which start on uh, on Wednesday. They cut to uh, back to Big Brother here, and it's showing. Taylor in the HOH room and Brittany's congratulating and excited for her. It's just crazy. She actually did try to blame her vote on Turner. And it's like, you can maybe get away with that when the house is more full, but like when it's this low, it's like more than obvious. And it's just kind of going from bad to worse. She's kind of, She's kind of falling apart a little. And the thing with Brittany is, in a way, she actually is lucky to get this far. She was a target very early in the game. Week one, Pooch put her backstage where she couldn't compete, and uh, she was at risk for eviction week one. The only thing is, and she still doesn't know this, uh, America had a, a vote that week to save either Paloma, Alyssa, or Brittany. And after Paloma's antics and Alyssa being so close to Paloma, um, it was clear America was going to vote to save Brittany week one. It's interesting she still doesn't know that. But um, even after that, Amira Pooch uh, wanted to target her. Uh, she was kind of all over the place. And then she was lucky enough uh, to be aligned with Michael and then got recruited into the leftovers, which, you know, catapulted her to this point and then michael being a bigger target than her he went out over her which is how she finds herself here in the final four um, and she did win a few you know she won uh veto last week saving her life so uh, her her game is is over though now pretty much it's it's monty's vote like i said and uh i don't see how he it makes more game sense for him to keep it, but he's just so loyal to Turner and that they started the pound before uh, the uh, leftovers. So that's that's yeah. probably why Brittany went to sleep. She's just so stressed out because I did watch that last episode and she was just pleading her case. I assume yeah. was it to Taylor? Yeah, and she she was just oh I. I'm a mother and we need this money and just 
How much do they win? Seventy five thousand or something like no, that? No, seven hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, yeah, whatever it was, they were like, "I need this money. It would really help." Da, 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 da. I'm just like. Second place yeah. gets um, seventy five thousand. Still not bad. Don't they? Don't they get something either way? They do. Um, it starts to go down from there. It's like first place gets seven hundred fifty thousand. Second place gets seventy five thousand. I think third gets thirty thousand, and then it kind of starts going down from there. Like so, Brittany uh, in fourth place is probably in line to get like fifteen thousand. Not bad. Not that's bad. better than nothing. Not uh, bad. Plus, yeah. plus whatever Uncle Sam plus takes. Whatever you get. Yeah, you get. You also be happy get you're getting that thousand. You also get about a thousand a week that you're in the house. So a lot of people. That's why getting to jury is just so. It's it's a goal for a lot of people because then you get the locked in amount that you could get for the season. You're there every week, so you're getting whatever they get. You know, I think a thousand is old. It's probably more like double. You probably get two thousand. I'm guessing for every week you're in the house. So everybody in jury gets gets a certain amount too, just for being sequestered for all these weeks for the almost three months. I'd be happy you're getting that. She was in there crying around. Ah, I just think the the stress is getting to her, and she knows her days are are numbered. So yeah, yeah, you're you're getting something. You're getting more than what you came in with. So just just be happy with that. I mean, right. that's probably why she's already asleep right now. Her crying yeah. around and everything. But then again, that was a few days ago. So who knows right. what would have happened. But we shall see with what uh, happens if um, we're still recording when it gets to the end. What yeah. time does it start? Eight? The new episode? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting is what I'm seeing right now on the episode uh, is this classic moment uh, that happened, uh, I think, this past Thursday when Turner tried to confront Brittany in the bathroom about, like, obviously, it's you and me. Like, I know which way I voted. You know which way we voted. We know the truth. Like, you want to say why you did that? And Brittany stonewalls him. She she doesn't say a word to him. And he keeps like, because this and this and this, he explains and she stonewalls him. She doesn't say anything. So immediately after that, she's like, all right, yep, I'm done. She walks out and Turner immediately goes up to the HOH room to tell Taylor and Monty about what just how it just went down and was like, I'm so frustrated. Like, this is crazy. She's trying to put this on me. And it's like, you guys know. Oh, they know. They know. They know she did it. <laughs> so they don't put the episodes up on Paramount Plus until it's over with, right? What do you mean? Is it episode... What's the episode? 32? The one that's airing tonight? Yeah. I Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Because it's not on here. Oh, you're right, right. So it'll be up there once this ends. So at 9 o'clock, it'll be up. Oh, so you're watching the... 
I'm watching the live TV. Other means. <laughs> no, right. no, no, no. It's Paramount Plus, but it's the live TV option. Where's that at? Uh, oh, the, here it is. Okay, it's, uh, I'm I'm on the phone. Okay. So yeah, so the li- little live TV thing. Oh, here it is. It's on. Yeah, it's Turner on, actually got right. emotional uh, telling uh, Taylor and and Monty about. He got quite emotional. He's like, "Damn, <laughs> she she's trying to frame me," and she really Ooh. was trying to frame Brittany? her. Yeah, Brittany was trying to 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 frame Turner as the one that voted uh, Taylor against Taylor. Well, then she's out the door. Then, <laughs> yeah, everyone's gonna commercial break. Everyone, but but while yeah. that's going on, um. The ZC wanted me to watch. Uh, who was that dude? Cliff Hogg. Uh, he was. This is Big Brother 24 that's going on right now. He was a house guest on season 21 of the show, which you can see on Paramount Plus uh, also. But he's. How he's far did pretty, he make it? He was. Um, him and Nicole, which were a team, they were my favorite that season. And uh, he made it to Final Four uh, also. So the place where Brittany's probably going out is where Cliff Hogg went out. So it was cool. Um, he was obviously uh, an underdog when he came in the house. Everybody's like, oh, the old guy. Let's get him out. Let's get him out. Uh, week one, uh, Jackson, they had a twist that year. Um where he had to fight to get back in the house and he did. And then he was also fourth evicted, but they had a battle back right away and he won. He not, he won battle back and the same day he won head of household. So he went from out of the house to head of the house. It was an awesome flip. And yeah, he's a, he's awesome. He's a great guy. And he does uh, live feed recaps every day on YouTube. So, um, he's, he's quite dedicated and I'd love to see him get another chance at the game. And he would, he said he'd do it too. So I'd love to see him, uh, return to the game. <laughs> yeah. But on his web, uh, on his, uh, YouTube channel, he, was he just talking about this movie or was it? Yeah. So he, like I said, he covers big brother every day that the season's going on and he, he does, uh, nice uh they're usually only 15 to 20 minutes long so he gives you everything you need to know everything you missed on the live feeds um but during the off season uh he'll do like maybe a survivor episode here or there um i i don't think he's covered amazing race but if nothing else he'll do a show every monday night live and last year, uh, in honor of Halloween, he decided to tell the story of, to him, what was uh, his scariest movie experience. And I thought you would enjoy it. And uh, if nothing else, um, I thought you would enjoy It's cool to hear uh, his experience just, just seeing it. And after, like, because like, I've definitely felt that personally, um, getting out of the movies late, like, that creepy feeling like I'm guessing not so much. You, you're such a big horror fan. You're probably desensitized to a lot of it. I'm guessing. 
Um, it depends on what I'm watching. Uh, sometimes I go see horror films, um, and I'll be the only one sitting in there. And then depending right. on what it is, if it's something really scary, more supernatural, not so much scared about the slashers and all that, because I can at least have a chance fighting them. It's kind of hard to fight something you can't see when it's supernatural. But <laughs> but uh, the film he was talking about was uh, the 1970. 78. Uh, yeah, it came out. I'm looking at Utah and uh, Google and it says 79. But no, this was this came out in, uh, in May of 1978. And this is uh, George A. Romero's uh, classic, uh, the, the second film in his uh, zombie uh, saga. <laughs> I think he made like five or six total. Um, but this was Dawn of the Dead. And what he was saying was. He was uh, he was a big uh, Rocky Horror uh, Midnight uh, viewer, and uh, one of his friends, like, because I guess they went all the time wherever this the, their local theater was, which was in a mall, and they said, "Hey, man, there's another movie that uh, it was older than this. They didn't see it in '78. It was so much later. Uh, he had never seen it, so he was like, "Hey, let's go." His friend was like, "Let's go see this other movie. It's, it's Dawn of the Dead." And they were like, oh, okay. So uh, they went and seen the film. He said there was like maybe about, he said a half dozen. So let's just say about six people, uh, I'm sure, a total. Um, oh, excuse me. This rock star energy drink, it's coming back up on me. <laughs> anyway, uh, plug. Um, I get, seriously, if any of you guys know anybody in Rockstar, tell them uh, uh, they could sponsor us. But anyway, um, they got teas, but. Uh, if it's the caffeine that's getting you, I don't think you should be drinking these. <laughs> so, yeah. but, but anyway, um, so they went and seen the film, and it was the way he was talking about and how scary, scary it was, and how bloody and gory it is. It is bloody and gory uh, as far as scares. Uh, the first time I had seen it, um, how old were you? Because if you remember on his video, he said he was seventeen. No, I was much. Well, I don't know what year that was when he saw it when he was 17. I think he said like 82 or something. Okay. Well, I was what, 11? No. Yeah, I was 11 in 82. I saw it before that. Um, oh, wow. Okay. So, so I was really much younger. I didn't see it its initial release. I saw it after. Um, but. I don't remember being scared. I mean, I, I was scared when I saw Night of the Living Dead. And I was really, I was way younger uh, when I saw that. Uh, and my babysitter came over and said, hey, you guys want to watch this scary movie? Me and my brother were like, all right. So we turned on uh, Channel 2. Uh, I think it was 10 o'clock or midnight. I can't remember when Creature Features came on. And Dawn of the Dead, uh, Night of the Living Dead was on there. And um I remember sitting there between uh, it was uh, our babysitter, Mark. I've always thought he was a cool babysitter. I have no idea where he's at today. I always thought that was a cool name. And I always thought to myself, if I ever have kids, I would name my son Mark, in, which I did, hey. uh, my oldest son. So uh, shout out to you, Mark, wherever you are. Right on, brother. Thank you. Thank you for introducing me to this awesome series. I didn't even know it was going to be a series. Um, but uh, seeing Night of the Living Dead for the first time and being scared. Um, but then when Dawn of the Dead came out, someone told me, yeah, this is part two to that. I was like, what? So I had to see it. 
I remember watching it uh, with my cousin, and I remember thinking, "Am I gonna be scared?" But then I'm like, "Well, these, these are zombies." There is a part that kind of creeped me out, that still kind of creeps me out today. It was the scene when um, uh, Flyboy is uh, uh, Peter and Roger are already in the mall trying to uh, outrun the zombies and get things that they need because they landed on top of this uh, shopping, the shopping mall to just see what they can get and get out of there. Um, but uh, Steven was asleep flyboy, and he woke up and uh, Francine told him that uh, Peter and Roger went downstairs. So he was like, man, so he kind of grabbed his gun and I uh, went, no, he didn't have a gun. Um, he ran down there to go look for him. But when he was uh, searching around in the power room that was uh, keeping, I hate Julia Roberts. But anyway, it's a commercial, uh, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Good for her that she's still in the spotlight. But anyway, uh, he was running around. I want to see this movie. Uh, he was running around uh, in this like power room. But off in the background, you see this, you see a shadow. And then when he's trying to get away from it, and I'm like, these, these, this is way before the fast running zombies for you, for you new, uh, you new kids to the zombie series. There's a lot of movies where these zombies are running, not 28 days later. Those are not zombies. I don't care what anybody says, but anyway, um, so when he was chasing him or following, chasing him around in that, in that power room, that, that kind of creeped me out. And the other part that creeped me out is this is when, um, these zombies have like the memory type of things from what they say. They just remember that they liked these places. That's why they were all at the mall. Um, but there was like a Hare Krishna one walking around and it kind of uh, found its way up through the, the the power room and everything and made it up the stairs to where Galen or um, Francine was hiding while Peter and Roger and Steven were running around in the mall. And that one was trying to break in there and get her. Um, so that that kind of creeps me out even today. More more of just a, a creepy factor. And like, what do you, what are you gonna do if this this did happen? And uh, I mean, I I remember like I said, talked about it before. Uh, I had my zombie uh, escape plan or how my fortress was gonna be. This is when I was living in Oakland. Uh, in the apartment house, house, my third house that I lived in. Uh, I was a teenager then. Um, I remember we were watching Day of the Dead. We went and rented it, uh, and we were watching it at home. And uh, my house was up. It was two stories. Uh, we just lived on the second story. There was another apartment below ours. But we had to walk up this huge staircase to get to where we lived. And I was like, all right, if something like this happened, there was a big, huge tree in front of my house. So somehow we would have figured a way to use a rope or a ladder to climb down that tree if we needed to get down. But I was going to wreck the front stairs because so nobody can climb up it and destroy the back stairs that went down into the basement. So we would have been up high. No one could get us unless Marauders came like uh, the Marauders came in this. That was uh, the biker gang. But. Um, from what this guy was saying, he was scared from what was going on in the movie because they had never seen it. But then what, what really got him more scared, which I love this part of the story, was yeah. they went, it was a midnight showing. Uh, Dawn of the Dead started after Rocky Horror, so all the Rocky Horror crowd was gone. But when they left the theater, 
it was it was closed. There was just a security guard that had to walk them out of the mall. He said, but as they just saw this movie and thinking of zombies and everything and the malls closed <laughs> and they were thinking like, wow, what if what if this did happen? And then he said it was more scarier was leaving the mall once they got outside to walk to where they parked. And I guess it was however far away. <laughs> and they were they were scared about that. All right. Go back to Big Brother. Well, we're on Big Brother. But what's going on now? They're all dressed up in so tank this, tops and shorts. This is this week's veto competition. Um, from what I heard, this is uh, they are going to quiz them here on uh, days in the house. So they got to have really... It's a known thing now when you're in the house, you got to memorize. We played this competition on day 14. We played this competition on day 17. And see, so you can see there's a picture there of the wall. you got to remember what day that is. So then they're going to ask you to do, it looks like here, a math equation. So that was day 37 plus this. And you're going to have to add it up and get the right number. So they're going to ask you, yeah, what competition happened on what day? And then you've, your number's got to be right. And whoever gets it first is going to win uh, veto. Nope, I wouldn't be able to do it. I, I, don't, I don't, When did I come in onto this? It was way oh. after it started. Yeah, at least. Uh, well, because I, I got excited about it when the leftovers formed. That's when I was really trying to get you in, into it. Um, they blindsided Amira, and then next they got out Nicole. Then they got Daniel out. I think that's right around the time you got on. So that was around week five. So that was about, yeah, a month, a month and a weekend. <laughs> As around the, the first time. time. The first time I saw this cast, the one who caught my eye was Brittany. And I thought she was cute. Um, she still she still is an attractive woman, but I yeah. her acting is killing me. But <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> well, I, I like how she looks here. Uh, but Indy's the one that stole my heart. Shout out to her. Um, so that was, I think Indy was the main reason that I started watching this and then she got the boot. Uh, but I did get, get, I got to see her in her punk, punk a real tire and her little <laughs> rock concerts or whatever they were. But, right. but anyway, back to what was that guy's name that did the Dawn of the Dead thing? Cliff Hogg. So yeah, back to Cliff. Yeah, he said he was scared walking to his car and walking through an empty mall and everything. Uh, there was a the mall still there, but I don't think the movie theater is open anymore. Eastmont Mall in uh, in Oakland. Um, we used to go there to movies, and there was times where the mall the 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 mall I think it was three floors I think, um, and the movie theater was way on the bottom. But where uh, the ent- the exit was, I mean, you had to walk out of the front and then go a little bit through the mall and then out the door. But the doors that led you out when late movies ended was you were in the lower part of the parking garage. And then we had to walk through that to get up to the street and then go over to the bus stop unless we conned one of our parents to come get us, which they never did. We always had to catch the bus home. Um, I had my skateboard with me, but my none of my friends at the time used to go to movies with me. You know, would skate, so uh, yeah. But anyway, I don't. I can't remember what movie we saw. There's some 
one of these eighties horror films. I remember we left hella late. I didn't like going there, much less I didn't like being in that part of Oakland late at night. Um, but the movie we went, we went and seen, um, I really wanted to see it, and that was the only place it was showing at the time. So I remember leaving the theater and not thinking about the movie just that I watched, but walking through the mall, which was closed, and thinking of Dawn of the Dead. So I really love that part of his story because it just took me right back to when I was a kid leaving Eastmont Mall, Eastmont Mall Cinemas. Uh, walking through a closed mall, which was deserted. And there was only like maybe a few of us that were in that theater. It was the last movie that was showing. <laughs> so we, the same thing, security walked us. Oh, well, no, he didn't walk us through. He just opened the door and said, yeah, go out that way. And we all <laughs> went walking through. Because I remember walking through there with my friend and I was like, hey, man, this reminds me of Dawn of the Dead. And she was like, don't talk about that now. <laughs> I was like, so, but uh, I liked his little story, his episode uh, of him seeing. I don't. It, everyone's different. I mean, my scary movies, not all of them scare me, but there there is a few that that creep me out even to this day that I saw a long time ago when I was a kid, and even some of these newer films uh, scare me. But uh, I love the story because Dawn of the Dead is my all time favorite zombie film. Uh, I've seen not every zombie film. I've seen pretty much all the 80s stuff and uh, the earlier ones. And then I see what there's like a billion different zombie movies. Not all of them are good. Not even all the 80s ones are good. I mean, I love them because they're cheesy and bloody and gory. But there's some that were just stupid. And even now, since um, I'm going to blame Walking Dead, since that hit, Everybody and their mother was making zombie movies, and there is some that are just no good, but there's some that are amazing. Even these little low-budget ones you never even heard of, like Train to Busan. That movie was awesome. It made my top ten list of whatever year that came out. I think Peninsula also made uh, my list. If it wasn't last year, the year before, um, that was part two to uh, Train to Busan. Zing bot. Ugh, dumb. Um, there's going to be uh, another. Well, it's going to be a remake. I think it's like Last Train to New York or something like that. I'll see it, but I don't think it's going to have the impact Train to Busan had on, on right. me. Right. Because if you guys have seen that, you know right. how it ends and how, oh, my God, it just kicked you in the gut. <laughs> I, was, right. I was not expecting that. I was loving it for what it was, a, a awesome Korean zombie film and yes these these were the fast ones and I, I just love the different things that they do to change up they're not just zombies running around eating you and everything they there was a difference they couldn't see you in the dark so i love that part so uh, when peninsula came around they did everything at night because they couldn't see them <laughs> they couldn't see you <laughs> but uh yeah, Dawn of the Dead is an amazing film. Yes, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead is awesome. It's got its similarities. It's got its cameos uh, by some of the original cast, but it didn't have what George Romero's did. And what they did to make this film was awesome. The film is in Monroeville in Pennsylvania. Uh, the mall's still there, and it is one of the malls that are still going. I eventually want to get there. Uh, it's it's going to be one of my Gracelands to to make it over to that mall, just to, to be in the mall of my favorite zombie film. I want to get over there pretty soon to get over there and, and check it out. Uh, but speaking of Dawn of the Dead, uh, 
uh, Mike and I, Brother Mike, we are going to go see Dawn of the Dead at the end of October. I believe it's the 29th or I don't know, somewhere somewhere down there. I think it's on a Friday. Uh, no, 27, 28. I don't know. I think it's the Friday before, the last Friday before uh, Halloween. Um, we're going to somewhere down in L.A. They're showing Dawn of the Dead, but it's going to be in 3D. I believe this is the first time they converted it over into a 3D film. Uh, me seeing this film over a jillion times, I think maybe one or two scenes looks like it will look okay in 3D. There's a scene where the zombies come running at the camera with their hands out. That will look cool, but it's only for like a second. I and then when Flyboy's pointing the gun at the camera shooting, maybe that, I I don't really see. Well, maybe when that one zombie gets shot and if, and if, if they converted good, that one guy when uh, Wooly is going nuts and then shooting random people in that apartment building in the beginning when he blows that guy's head up uh, with a shotgun. Awesome scene if you guys haven't seen that. He kicks in the door with a shotgun and blows this guy's head apart. And uh, if you watch the the making of Dawn of the Dead, it's awesome what uh, Tom Savini and those guys did to blow that up. It was a one shot deal. You had this face. If you pause it and look at it, it looks so cheesy, but it happens so fast <laughs> on the screen. Boom! It just blows up and everything. Or you can just find pictures of it <laughs> on, on online of this guy with his head getting blown up. But it, it was awesome. The effects. This is in the all or nothing days in the late seventies. And it was awesome and amazing. No CGI. This was all handmade stuff, blood packs, everything uh, of them just chewing up and actually using real uh, intestines. They weren't human intestines. They were like animal intestines. And they said during those scenes at the end when the the zombies are tearing apart everybody and pulling their guts out, uh, they had to hurry and shoot those because you can't let those things sit there very long because then the stink starts. And they were saying it was stink, stinking in there. As well as when they were doing uh, Day of the Dead, there's a scene when they tear open some guys and pulling out guts, and they were saying that was starting to stink. <laughs> so, but uh, I don't ever want to use real intestines. I've seen real in- animal intestines and everything, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to know what it smells like after it's sitting there for a while. But uh, this was an awesome story that this guy told. If you guys are a fan of Dawn of the Dead and you want to hear his story, listen to it. I thought it was really cool. But again, as far as it being the scariest movie, maybe for him, maybe he's not the avid horror watcher that I am. I'm trying to think of the last movie that scared me. Um, The only thing that's coming to my mind right now is that first Conjuring movie. That one was hella scary. Um... Not really sure. The movie that scared me the most when I was a kid was uh, the original Friday the 13th. I mean, I saw Exod- uh, The Exorcist. I seen Halloween and all that before I seen Friday the 13th. I mean, those were scary, but on Friday the 13th, man, that, that, that scared the hell out of me. Um, no Jason yet. He was in the film, but he wasn't running around killing everyone yet. When uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, when it was his mom, and what scared about what still scares me about that movie, that movie could happen because it was a mother that was taking revenge on the the the, the camp that was uh, they weren't watching her son and he drowned and died and she she was a single mother and she just lost it and took her revenge out on everybody. 
So I mean, that's that's something that could happen. Not not the movies that came afterwards, or or, or Michael Myers and just some killing guy killing people that that can't be stopped. Uh, I do love all those films. Got another Halloween movie coming up. We do were supposedly getting another Friday the Thirteenth because they're finally de- done with all the 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 nonsense uh, of the the court battles and everything. The San Cunningham or Sean Cunningham was it Sean? Or I think it's Sean. Um, I should know. It's my favorite movie. But um, they got over that thing, and he hinted around that there's going to be more Friday the Thirteenth. So hopefully. We'll get more in the theater. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be a part two or a continuation of that of the reboot or, or, or I don't know what. I mean, for me as a Friday Thirteenth fan, I want a part eleven. You ended it with Jason X, which was part ten. I want a part eleven. I want to see what Jason, the Uber Jason, does on Earth Two. But we're obviously not going to get that. Well, so I don't know. Whatever coming, whatever's coming next for Friday the Thirteenth, uh, I'm all in. And of course, I'll see it. And of course, I'll. Come on here and let you guys know well, what I saw, thought of it. But the story that this guy was talking about, Dawn of the Dead, and he was a big brother in te- uh, contestant. Sorry, contestant. <laughs> I thought uh, it was an awesome little story. And thanks yeah. for uh, letting me hear it because it just helped my drive go by a little bit quicker. <laughs> so it That's was little- cool. Yeah, I, ju- I just listened to it when I was driving. Right, right. Yeah, like I said, um, He's one of the former contestants that does coverage. A lot of of former contestants, uh, house guests, do podcasts, uh, and they'll do like coverage. Former winners, uh, Cody and Derek, uh, they have the winner circle. But that's more of like a weekly show. The cool thing about Cliff is he does it every day, every single day of the season. He has a new episode covering the live feed. So. Uh, it's pretty cool that he does that. All right. Uh, they're showing Monty now, and he's trying to figure out. I can't believe t- how the how these house guests, uh, compared to former seasons, uh, people knew their days a lot better than this. Um, I'm hoping Taylor especially brushes up on her days. I need to hear the actual audio on it, but... Uh, it looks like day 37 was the wall comp. She won that one. And she, it looks like she's way off. Like she had it like day 51. And that's like, that's not good because the final part of the final head of household on finale night is, is usually based around knowing your days also. So Hopefully this was a wake up call, hopefully for Taylor, unless I missed her saying that she's throwing this if she didn't want to win this because she didn't want to have to make the choice. But it's clear these house guests don't know their days. Um, and in past seasons, people really knew their days. <laughs> well, I'm pulling for Brittany. I hope she she wins this one. Uh, the show's just about over, and since we've this is probably the longest uh, Big Brother <laughs> anchor we did, uh, we're gonna ride this one out, everyone, so we could tell you who who wins um, this one because it's I, I wouldn't I I don't think I how long how many days are they supposed to be in there? Um, 
I think this year it's, it used to be 90, which was three months, but I think this year, I think it's 87 this year. And this started when? Um, back at the start of July. So July, August, September. So the final episode is live, right? Yes, on this, the last day. This coming Thursday is the two-hour season finale, and there it is. Monty wins the power of veto, so he is secured his spot in the final three, and uh, alongside Taylor. And it's up to him to choose either Turner or Brittany. To go? Yeah. Who's going to the final three and who's the last to leave? It's it's all on him now on uh, on uh, Thursday's episode. I said Thursday was the finale. Thursday's eviction. Next Sunday, a week from today, is the two-hour finale. So he's not going to tell who's leaving this episode? No, that's oh, we gotta on wait. Thir- that's on Thursday. Thursday. Oh, so we gotta in the wait. house now. In the house, you know, it's Sunday night. Uh, they did this competition on Friday. So what we're seeing right now happened on Friday. So basically, since Friday, all of Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday, finally evening, uh, most likely Brittany will be evicted. Well, she's got. Uh, well, she's asleep right now. So, Monday, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday. You got three days to con- convince him to to keep you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you might as well. I know she will. I just don't know if it'll work. That's the thing. Um, back over on the live feeds, I'm seeing just on my uh, the people I follow on Twitter. Um, interestingly. They did this in Celebrity Big Brother early in the year, but they got the final four a tie-dye kit from Michael's. Tell it's from Michael's because it's the one we sell. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And they've been doing tie-dye shirts uh, this weekend. And now uh, Monty and Turner over on the live feeds are doing tie-dye 2.0. So the other day they did it all together. Now it looks like just Turner and Monty are uh, making more tie-dye shirts. Hmm. You ever do that? All right. At any time ever? Long time ago when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, I remember doing it at home. Doing it at home with uh, my mom and my dad. And thinking about it right now, it was green. I remember that. Mainly because okay. of A's colors. But oh, nice. I've just... I haven't thought about that in forever since you brought it up. And you had that first thing that popped in my head is yeah, I remember doing it at home. I remember right. doing it in this big, I remember getting a white t-shirt, putting all kinds of rubber bands on it and then just dumping it in this green dye. And now we're going, what the hell are we doing? And then <laughs> pulling it out and like, Oh, right on. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I, I've done it once. I think I've done it at school or camp or whatever, but uh, I just remember memory doing it from home. But um, really quick before we get out of here, Dawn of the Dead, 1978. Uh, for those of you that haven't seen it, uh, when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. 
Uh, following an ever-growing epidemic of zombies that have arisen from the dead, two Philadelphia SWAT team members and a traffic reporter and his television executive girlfriend seek refuge in a secluded shopping mall. Written and directed by the late and great George A. Romero. Uh, cast, David Emge M- or whatever. He plays Stephen. Ken Foray as Peter. Galen Ross as Francine. Scotty Reiner as Roger. And a bunch of other people, as well as Tom Savini as... What the hell was his name in this? Something it wasn't uh, Sex Machine uh, in uh, Dust Till Dawn. Um, he, looked, he looked like Sex Machine. And if you saw him in that, uh, he did look like... Uh, he was, it just says motorcycle rider uh, in this. But uh, Tom Savini did do all the special effects with his crew for this film, so... Uh, the Blu-ray is out of print, so you do not want to pay that billion dollars that they're uh, selling it for. Um, or if you haven't seen the film and, and it sounded interesting, go to YouTube. There is a few clear copies on there. There's one of the theatrical version, and there's one of the extended version. Uh, the extended version is the one that I like. Because there's a couple scenes that are that are extended, and I I just wish they would have kept those in the theatrical theater. Don't watch the European cut because it's really edited, uh, not the violence or anything. They they edited it down for time, so it's really really short. So uh, stay away from that one. And that one is uh, and over there in the UK it was uh, known as Zombie. It wasn't known as um, Dawn of the Dead. So I I don't know why they change. The, the titles uh, over there because uh, that film zombie that Lucio Fulci did in the 80s um, uh, for some reason over there it was released as zombie 2 thinking that that was since Dawn of the Dead was zombie zombie was going to be zombie 2 it had nothing to do with uh, the story in that but all the films that uh, George A. Romero did in his zombie films Starting from Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Land of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, and then Survival of the Dead. So there's there's six uh, total. Uh, Dawn of the Dead being my favorite one. Um, I liked Diary of the Dead. That was the... Whoa, Monty and Taylor. Damn. Yeah, I think... Whoa. Uh, <laughs> whoa, yeah, look at him, look at him. <laughs> yeah. I saw um, this on Twitter. And yeah, they just, that line right there, from enemies to lovers. No, what enemies? Did he hate her or did she hate him? Uh, in the very beginning of the game, he's part of the reason um, the whole Paloma mess. Paloma already like just decided she didn't like Taylor from the beginning. but. Um, Taylor saying to Monty at the very beginning of the game, like, you might want to watch out. Looks like the girls might be putting something together. Um, that like blew up on Taylor and she became like enemy of the house, like week one. And she really became like kind of ostracized and outcast and, Paloma self-evicted week one, so there was no week one evictee. And then week two, everybody thought Taylor easy target. But then Pooch 
volunteered himself thinking he was doing a good thing, but everybody saw him as a huge target. So they just voted him out. And that's why in a way that Taylor has become the fan favorite that she has, she had a rough start. Um, and then she got yelled at and she was, it was very, the stuff that Nicole and Daniel said to her was very rude. And that's why the leftovers formed around her and everybody was going for them. And now here we are. Um, the final four is four leftovers. Three are gone. Uh, another one's about to go, but, uh, our girl Taylor, she's still here, and man, I want—I really want her to win this bad. She would be the first uh, African American female to win the show ever. Last year, we had our first African American winner. Period. Last year, and Xavier, um, he won last year. But uh, it would be pretty cool if she could pull it off this year. So I'm really hoping for, her, but I'm going to have to rewatch this episode back because I hope she threw that one because otherwise she really needs to study her days before the finale. <laughs> I have a feeling Brittany's going to go. Yeah. To come, yeah. To come down to those three, Monty Taylor and, and Turner. Yep. If Turner doesn't win whatever to secure himself. Oh yeah. Uh, Obviously, he's going to get rid of Monty if Turner wins. And then it'll be if it comes down to them being the final two. Yeah. And if, and then if the it's final Mo- two, it's all about the jury at that point. And um, just for fun, I, uh, I put together my thoughts if it is a... Uh, a Monty and Taylor final two. These are my guesses in that scenario. Indy votes for Taylor. Jasmine votes for Taylor. It'll be very tough for Joseph, but let's say he votes Monty. Kyle votes Monty. Terrence votes Monty. Michael votes Taylor. Alyssa votes Taylor. Brittany votes Taylor. Turner votes Monty. So that's 5-4. Taylor would win. Uh, and if that's the case, that'd be pretty dramatic. So that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> it just showed a commercial for young Sheldon. Damn. He's held. old. <laughs> he looks, he was just a little boy. In the first well, that's season. the problem. Cause now you're running into, aren't you supposed to be the dude? Like, aren't you supposed to be uh what's his name regular sheldon (laughs) if he gets too old looking you know (laughs) seven seasons damn it's been that long really i i know i they gotta end it he's getting too close to uh regular sheldon (laughs) i think they will end it before he goes off to well his I, oh, he was he was off at college when his dad died. Well, if you're sorry, we're rambling on everyone, but if you're listening this far, thank you. Um, <laughs> he went off to college when when uh, his dad died because when he came, he had to come. He came home. I don't think he was there when his dad died. His dad had a heart attack uh, because. Um, Georgie was the one because if you guys saw that one episode when uh, in the in Big Bang, when Sheldon had to um, uh, uh, Sheldon's mom was Mary was mad because Sheldon didn't want to invite his older brother to uh, to their wedding. And 
she was like, well, I'm not going to come unless you invite your brother. So he went to go see his brother and his brother didn't want to go because of how Sheldon is. So Leonard went over there to talk to him and, and, um, uh, Leonard was going, well, this is what he told me that how you were treating him. And Georgie was like, what? He told you that? And then, uh, he kind of went into it. So he did, he got uh, Georgie to go, uh, see Sheldon in their hotel. And, and Leonard told him, he goes, Hey, you need to apologize to your brother. Uh, and Sheldon was like, I have nothing to apologize for. And, um, uh, Georgie was like, see, I told you <laughs> he wasn't going to do this. And then um, Sheldon was like, um, he goes, I'm mad at you on how you're treating mom. And and he's like, well, how do you know how mom is? He goes, you were never home. And then he was like, he was, uh, he goes, well, he goes, when dad died, he goes, you weren't there. You were off at college because I had to take care of uh, mom. Or no, he asked. He asked Sheldon. He goes, "Who do you think took care of everybody after uh, Dad died?" And she, Sheldon went, "Mom did. Mom always took care of everything." And he goes, "Mom was a mess." He goes, "You were away at a college, and um, Missy was a dumb teenager." He goes, "I had to take care of everybody." And then Sheldon was like, "Well, if Mom, uh, if everything was uh, bad, Mom would have told me." And he goes, "No, she didn't tell you that." And he goes, "Well, then why didn't you?" He goes. He goes, because he goes, I was trying to take care of you, too. He didn't want to. Since Sheldon was off away at college, he didn't want to worry him about what was going on at home because Georgie was the man. He was the next one in line to step up and take care of his family, took care of his mom because she was grieving and his sister was probably just running wild and acting out. So they kind of made up and Sheldon, he goes, why? Okay, I guess I didn't realize what was going on while I was gone. So then he apologized, and then Georgie and everybody happily ever after. But um, Sheldon goes off to college when he's a kid still. And he went off to uh, Germany to go to school uh, and everything. So I don't know if they're going to show all that. I mean, he, he he went through a lot before he ended up in uh, Pasadena and working at Caltech with uh, Leonard and the gang. So I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that, that Sheldon said in the show. That's not going on in the younger years. Uh, and Big Bang, he said he had a dog, and he said uh, the Billy Sparks kid was a, a a bully. And Billy Sparks is like the nicest little kid that lives next door, and it's kind of stupid. There was no way he was beating up on Sheldon, so I don't know. They there was a lot of stuff that Sheldon said when he was growing up. Of course, you got to PC it up. So uh, some of the things that are going on uh, in this uh, show. Um, and he always talked about his uh, his pop pop, which they've never showed uh, in Young Sheldon. So I assume he already passed. But you see in this Insta video they're doing, I I stopped. <laughs> I turned everything off. But um, yeah, we're 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 way off, Big Brother, <laughs> everybody. But there. Um, uh, Instagram video on uh, on the tie dye. They gave Turner a little handheld cam, and uh, he's doing a video that they're going to share on uh, Instagram and all the socials here later. Oh, Big Brother CBS. What is it? The live feed. Oh no, I'm looking on their Instagram. Yeah, they give them cams in the house to uh, 
just say what they're doing in the house. And right now the Monty and Turner are doing a explanation of uh, the, how they got the tie dye and everything. And then, yeah, they'll eventually share it on uh, Instagram and everything. Hmm. I'll have to go back and look because I don't see anything on there. Who's hitting me up? Hmm. All right, we'll see. But yeah, everything uh, going on, Big Brother, come back for more. Yeah, this is the longest one. We didn't want to go this long, but we ended up going this long anyway. (laughs) But... uh, I uh, talked about a lot of stuff, stuff going on with Big Brother. Brittany, uh, I don't know. I think she's out the door. So we'll see how that goes on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. All right. So Thursday. Um, and then you, don't, you don't know if you're working Friday or not, right? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know right now. But um It'll be interesting to see when they choose to end the live feeds this year. I don't know if it'll be after Thursday or or what, because Sunday is the finale. So I don't know if or when they they, they might actually go all the way up through uh, Saturday. So maybe right. Sunday morning they'll they'll end for good. The feeds will end for good, I'm guessing. Well, we shall see. But um, all right, everyone, we got to get out of here. Zeus has got to go to bed. Yeah, work good. early. So, but really quick, George A. Romero, rest in peace. Night of the Living Dead, 1968. Dawn of the Dead, 1978. Uh, Day of the Dead, 1985. Land of the Dead, 2005. Diary of the Dead, 2007. And the final film, Survival of the Dead, 2009. Uh, the ones I've seen in the theater, uh, well, it was after the fact. Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, uh, Land of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, and uh, I didn't see Survival of the Dead until it came out uh, other means. Um, but um, I'm glad I saw Diary of the Dead in the theater because when I went and saw that, uh, there was only like five of us in there. And it was right after WonderCon. Somebody handed me a flyer saying, go see Diary of the Dead. And I was like, oh, cool. It was supposed to be some WonderCon thing, so I raced up there thinking it was going to be packed. Nobody was in there, <laughs> but sorry, I'm glad I got in there to see it. So, but again, uh, I will dedicate this one to the late and great George A. Romero. Rest in peace. I uh, met him in 2007, I think. I can't remember when I met him. Met him at Comic Con. Awesome, awesome gentleman. Uh, he was born in New York in the BX, in the Boogie Down Bronx. And he passed away uh, 2017 um, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. He was 77, but uh, left us with a bunch of amazing uh, films to watch. Uh, there's a film that he came out, came out in 75 that I guess they just put on Shutter not too long ago. And everyone's talking about saying how horrible it is. And uh, I've never seen this one, so I'm going to check it out. I definitely talk about it on 31 Days of Horror so if you have Shutter, check out the amusement park, uh, and I will talk about it because I have never seen it. But uh, with that, uh, we'll be back more with more Big Brother. We did a little more uh, Big Brother over on the regular episode, episode 268, I think. Uh, go back and uh, or go listen to that. Uh, but listen to either or listen to both of these. So, but everyone that listens to our Big Brother uh, feeds, uh, thank you so much. I know we veered off into all kinds of other things uh, this episode, but hey, if you've been listening to the show this far, you know that's what we do. So, but with that, 
Thanks out. To, uh, thanks to everyone that listened to this. Uh, listen to everything we got here on Anchor. It's not just Big Brother. There's a bunch of other things on here before we started Big Brother. If you're new to the show, thank you. Welcome. If you're already OG, excuse me. Thank you. And again, Rockstar. So, but with that, everyone be safe and party on. Yep. Thanks everyone for listening. Till next time. Have fun. Be safe. And we'll see you next time, you society. When there's no more room in hell. The dead will walk here.